From the great state of Texas, you are now listening to Skip the Noise Podcast, a Rounded Edge Media production. Thank you so much for joining us. And by us, I'm actually only referring to myself, Benji. Uh, Brown Python and Mexican Nostradamus will not be here. This is just a Benji solo mission on the live side of things. As a bonus, we will be doing a regular show as planned later this week. But I just thought I'd give you guys a little extra. We did miss a week. A few weeks back and uh so tonight on the program i've got planned hey we've got somebody already joining the chat mr eric how are you eric but yeah the agenda for tonight unless eric plans on derailing it which is okay too that's part of the fun in these live shows but i was going to react to a couple of current news stories but maybe tell a story or two but that all depends on you guys if you want to chat, add your own version of the news, the news in your world, or react to the stuff that's going on in the news, that's fine by me. Or if you really want to get frisky, you can call in. Uh, Eric, where are you from? What part of the, are you in the United States? I'll try to tread water a little bit as uh, Eric responds. One of the things I wanted to cover was in California, they posted a billboard recently, and I am, if you're a new listener to the show, I am in the great state of Texas. Okay, you're in Georgia, close to Atlanta. Well done, sir. So yeah, I was going to bring up uh, the amount. Here in Texas, It's we've had quite a few Californians relocate in recent years. And uh, there's a billboard recently. Let me actually pull up the article. We'll get started on that. Uh, if I can scroll to it here... I don't know, kind of in bad taste, maybe. So these billboards in California, this is coming from ABC 13, local news source right here in the wonderful city of Houston, in which I reside. Let's see. Don't move to Texas. Billboards in California invoke Uvalde Massacre. San Francisco, so this is in San Francisco, a controversial, controversial billboard has popped up in San Francisco and Los Angeles discouraging Californians from moving to Texas. The message behind the billboard is adding to the already existing rift between the two states. Yes, that is a real thing, and I'll kind of comment in between. Eric, uh, feel free, sir, if you've got any comments on this. I know you're in Georgia, so you're not, you're not in the fight, so to speak. Uh, we, I do have plenty of California listeners. Hopefully they, they got my story on the Instagram, urging everybody to join me live this evening. But uh, the message is intended to be dark. The Texas miracle died in Uvalde. It's a little brutal. I don't know if I... <laughs> I get it. California is trying to save what they've, what they've got left. Uh, but the fact of the matter is... It does seem like a better option, uh, and now here in Texas, the opinion is that hey, keep your keep all your lifestyles and all your opinions and viewpoints in California. But uh, okay, moving on. The billboard shows a man in a hoodie and also comes with a warning to anyone who stops to look: don't move to Texas. I don't think it's a particularly good taste. An onlooker said, "Okay, that's coming from a California, or he's an onlooker. I don't know." Buildmore is meant to highlight the lax gun laws in Texas following one of the deadliest school shootings in Uvalde on May 24th, where 19 students and two teachers were killed. That is a real issue. Obviously, we've got some some issues with gun violence here in Texas. Laws are pretty permissible if you're not familiar. 
with that, uh, you can pretty much just open, open carry as, as you wish. Uh, gun laws are very permissible and they, they recently got, they already were, it's a notoriously a pretty pro gun state, but in recent years they ramped up the permissive, um, permissiveness quite a bit. Um, pretty much anybody can just walk through a store wielding a gun in Georgia. Eric, do you have any thoughts on this? gun control. I'm sure being in the South, Georgia's got a pretty strong gun culture as well. Uh, none I can think of. Well, that's okay. Let me continue on with this uh, article. So Uvalde, obviously that's a, a soft spot, okay? A tragedy. There's all kinds of stuff around that. I won't get into that now, but it is known, or it's not known who's behind the billboard. I feel like you could probably figure that out pretty easy. But it's capturing the attention of many who go by the intersection in San Francisco's Soma neighborhood. Not familiar, real familiar with San Francisco. I don't know what that is. Uh, I totally agree with it 100%. So many people are leaving here and going to Texas anyway. It's like, don't go there. Wow, that sounds fucking super intelligent. Uh, Luke Gray, a Californian, said. Great, ta great take, Luke. But... Are people from California really leaving to move to Texas? Yes, they are. There's a lot. We, we see a lot here. Uh, the U.S. Census reports that on average, 68,700 Californians moved to Texas each year over the past decade. It's quite a bit. Other data sources now are, uh, show the trend accelerated slightly during the pandemic. Yeah, <clears throat> mostly because of the it just seems from, from my viewpoint here in Texas that California, and I think most people, the consensus is that shit is kind of getting out of hand. And I honestly, I just heard, I think Ozzy Osbourne, did he not move to, uh, or he's planning on moving out of the United States? So they're talking about gun violence there, but apparently he thinks it's a little, uh, appreciate the like, Eric, 2003. Eric, do you have a show of your own, or are you just a listener? If you do, drop the name, and I will relay that to all the listeners of this live version of Skip the Noise. If you don't know, Skip the Noise is a weekly podcast we record with myself. My name is Benji, and I have two other co-hosts, Mexican Nostradamus and the Brown Python, Rick. But every now and again, I do these little live ventures by my dolo. I think it's discouraging. We have to move on, and we have to move on positively, one detractor said. And that's the end of the article? Okay, this is shit reporting. Uh, Leanne Melendez from ABC 13's sister station, KGO, reports from San Francisco. Okay, that's... You know what? I wonder if this is... I don't know if this is like an article or this is just a <laughs> verbal transcript of like the news story. I don't know. That just seems a little juvenile. Uh, I co-host. Oh, I co-host this. I've, I've heard of it. I can't. I got to be totally honest. I haven't been on Podbean a whole lot lately, um, but I'm familiar with the Slightly Serious Show weeknights. Here we go. Let me just read your whole deal. So Eric co-hosts the Slightly Serious Show weeknights, 9.30 p.m. Eastern time. That's important. 
uh, 8.30 p.m. Central and the Old Man podcast, Old Man's Podcast Show weekdays, 10 a.m. Eastern. Uh, and yes, I'm familiar with both of those. I've, I've, I may have even joined in once or twice. It's probably been a while. but uh, So yeah, welcome, Eric. I appreciate you jumping on. Plus, I contribute to additional podcast shows here on the Podbean. That's good. So you're definitely a seasoned podcaster, and uh, I've, I'm sure I've heard you talk before and just didn't know it. So nice to meet you, sir. Uh, let's get into this other, I guess, more California shit. Uh, the bean, Okay, so he contributes, Eric, here, contributes to the Beans and Weenie show, the John DeVito show, it's Doomsday podcast, and TalkNet Live. All great shows you should all check out on the Podbean. Trying to get more people, more of my listeners to get on the Podbean. It's uptick lately. Most of our listenership comes from Apple, Spotify. Uh, but because we've, we've had Podbean as a host for the, the two-year life of the program, I want to bring some more people over here to the Podbean, show them a little bit of love, and also participate, you know, chat. Call in. I think these shows are kind of fun, kind of a break from the norm. This would be, and I'm going to release this as a regular episode of Skip the Noise, or more of a bonus episode, but this will be episode 115. But uh, look at this guy. He's got another one, too. The Dina, Dina Joe, Ralph Williams, the gray area, dude man, Big Daddy Al. Good deal. So everybody who's listening right now, make sure you get on Podbean. It's got all kinds of entertaining shows for you to check out. But Podbean, I will say this, Podbean is a pretty cool app. You can just get it on your phone and you can just jump into any show that's live. You can chat away or you can call in if the host decides to take your call that is and you can contribute. So speaking of California, I'm going to move on to this next article here. Uh, I haven't read this, so that's the whole fun of these. I just, I don't, my lifestyle is, when I say busy, people don't, I don't think people fucking understand. I've mentioned this ad nauseum on the podcast, so I, I have, a, you know, I've got a lot of kids, I've got a lot of jobs, I do a lot of shit, like, nonstop. So anyway, I did not pre-read these articles, Okay. I barely have time to keep up with the news, even though I, I my two co-hosts kind of basically are the research end of the show. I myself am more of the, on the promotion end. I'm the social media presence. I'm the Jimmy Hart, right? I'm the, the if, you, if you remember wrestling. Uh, but anyway, here we go. This is from ABC7. I don't know. I guess that's a local. And this is written by Carlos Granda. Carlos, let's see what you got. This is from August 5th. LA City Council votes to place proposal that would give empty hotel rooms to homeless on 2024 ballot. You know, I think they did that in Austin. And Austin uh, has been uh, celebrated for its response to the homeless there. Austin is the capital of Texas, okay? It is very, it's the home of the University of Texas at Austin. It is, it is known as kind of the liberal heart of the state of Texas. And <laughs> I'm not making any kind of judgments or whatever, but it was very, or it had a very significant homeless problem for a very long time. And it was very, you couldn't even walk down the streets without, I mean, you could feel the homeless problem right up in your face if you traveled to Austin 
it's a lot better now because they did something similar to what Los Angeles apparently is proposing. Um, I appreciate you liking the show. Uh, Outside of Normal is another good show as well. So we're just going to keep cranking these, uh, dropping these names. So hopefully the listeners, if not the live listeners, but when we record and release this, hopefully you guys can go back and uh, check out these these shows that are on Podbean. Uh, let's see. Oh, these are shows that Eric is hoping may return soon. Trice Talk, Tall Tales in the Rabbit Hole, Lyrical Laxatives, great name, and hopefully Chuck and Billy's Not Your Cup of Tea. I remember them too. Uh, Frankie, The Frankie D Show is another good show. Yeah, so in passing, I, I was more at one point more active in sort of the podcast or the Podbean community. I haven't been lately, so uh, it's fun to hear all these names. So I can, I might have to get more more involved. Uh, back to the article here. Uh, let's see, or right, I don't even know if I started it. Let's start it now. The Los Angeles City Council on Friday voted unanimously to place an ordinance that would house homeless people in hotels alongside guests. Okay, well, that's a little bit of a... I don't think that's quite what they did in Austin. In Austin, I think what they did is they designated certain hotels as essentially homeless shelters. So let's let's hear this out, this proposal in Los Angeles. And just, you know, anecdotally, dude, Los Angeles seems like it is completely upside down in a fucking shit show. I don't know. If somebody gets in the show from L.A., Gil from the Mind Buzz podcast... I don't know if you caught that story, dude. Download Podbean. Get on here and give us your L.A. opinion, dude. Uh, I'll shout out some uh, Houston podcaster inside the Northside podcast. Ulysses Ramos recently traveled to L.A. And uh, fellow podcasters over there expected him to wear a cowboy hat, come in on horseback and all that good shit. And I'm going to get to some some good old Texas shit later on. I got an uh, incident, kind of a world star-esque video that surfaced recently at an airport. Spirit Airlines was involved. Whoa, lo and behold. Spirit's always producing the good shit. So moving on. Los Angeles City Council on Friday voted unanimously to place an ordinance that would house homeless people in hotels alongside guests on the March 2024 ballot rather than adopt it immediately. Okay, so this will be up for vote at a later date, I guess. Okay. Under the initiative, hotels in LA would be required to notify the city every day by 2 p.m how many empty rooms they have for the night. And yes, I agree, Eric. I hope uh, podcasting does continue to grow. Uh, to take a break here, yes. Um, so we did start during the pandemic. It wasn't necessarily that we started because of the pandemic. It was one of those things we had talked about the podcast, starting it for quite a while, and then the, the pandemic came, and it was like, hey, if we're not going to do the fucking shit now, it's never going to happen. So... That was kind of more of the catalyst rather than the, you know, so, but yeah, podcasting is really, the only thing I will say about podcasting, and it's kind of like music, in that it's almost so crowded with creators that it's tough. You know, it's kind of tough to, to separate and to discern what are good, especially on the independent side. Yeah, you get the the big mainstream podcasts that are kind of pumped into your face that are very professional and hey, those are great. But I think what's great about podcasting is the independent nature of it to where you can actually hear some real shit 
for example, Skip the Noise podcast. We don't take any sponsorship money, at least until this point. Not that we're closed off to it. Uh, speaking of money, you can go, if you download the pod, or I'm sorry, Good Pods app, follow Skip the Noise there, you can actually leave us a tip. So if you really like the show, and if you're so inclined, I encourage you to do that. But yes, podcasting has uh, grown quite a bit. But like I said, the only only pushback I have is that it is a little oversaturated, possibly. But that's okay. The cream will rise to the top, and the ones who are determined, that's a big part of our game plan, is consistency. Uh, and you have a fellow, uh, this is Eric talking here, he says that you have a few fellow Texans on Podbean, Laura from the Communication Station podcast, okay, good to know, uh, J-Lo and Captain Jimmy, who live near San Antonio, big up, I like San Antonio, it's fun to visit. I remember Jimmy from his The Den of the Unknown Days. Is it Nada or Nida? Uh, and Merrimack live near Houston. Big up. That's where I'm from, is Houston. I live a little bit outside Houston now, a little place called Cyprus. Reverend Paul from Rapture Prep Podcast. He's a big contributor to Jesters, it's Doomsday Podcast, and Big Daddy Owl Podcast. So big up all the Texas creators. Uh, Nida. Okay. Thanks for the pronunciation assistance. Mr. Eric, let's get back to this here. Let's see. So under this uh, ordinance, the, the all the hotels in LA would have to notify the city by 2 p.m. how many empty rooms they have. And thus, okay, so local and national hotel tourism leaders say the measure could endanger the safety of hotel workers and guests. Yes, I think that that's probably a legitimate concern. What do you think, Eric? What do you think, buddy? Uh, the ordinance will require a majority vote to pass. If it becomes law, the city's housing department would pay hotels a fair market rate to lodge each person after identifying hotels with vacant rooms. Not sure. Eric's a little undecided. Come on, Eric. I'm going to push you a little bit. I think you have an opinion on this. Maybe you just don't want to say it. But that's okay, too. It would require hotels to report the number of vacant rooms to the city and prohibit them from refusing lodging to unhoused housed people seeking housing through the program. Hmm. Okay. Um, man, I think this is going to make people not want to fucking visit L.A., dude. I don't know. That's just my opinion. Um... You know, if they're going to make all these billboards and, you know, we do have a lot of gun violence here in the great state of Texas, particularly in the majestic city of Houston. A lot of gun violence. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm also not going to say that the permissibility of or permissiveness of our gun laws doesn't lead to a little bit of that. Maybe. There's other factors, right? There's all kinds of factors when you talk about gun violence. But I... I don't know. I don't know if the I don't know if you can really talk shit, California. You got a lot of problems too. Okay. So in order for hotel development projects of a hundred or more rooms to receive a permit, the city's planning commission or council would have to consider the project's impact on affordable housing, transit, social services, employees, and local businesses, according to the proposed ordinance. That would include whether the proposed hotel would un duly burden the demand for affordable housing in and social services in Los Angeles. Okay, we're wrapping up here, I think, right about now. 
Hotel developments of 15 or more rooms that demolish or convert housing for the project would have to replace it with the same amount of affordable housing near the site according to the proposed ordinance. I don't know. It definitely doesn't make me excited about staying in a hotel in Los Angeles. You know what I mean? Uh, so, Scooter and Spanky from the Beans and Weenie Show live in Oklahoma, close to Tulsa. Texas is neighbor to the north. Okay, I mean, it's... Gotcha. Uh, and other neighboring states, Big Daddy's in Arkansas. Crazy Cans are in Louisiana. Yeah, Louisiana's our... Louisiana is our neighbor for sure. Old man's sister, Big Penny. So old man's got a whole, got the whole family involved. It's good shit. Good shit, Eric. Let's talk a little Hunter Biden, I think. Let's move on. Well, let me wrap up. Uh, he's got family in Arizona too. Okay, well. I don't know if that's close, but... Uh, <laughs> It's all good. Texas is a whole country, kind of. It's different. It's not... Culturally, it's just a little bit different thing. That's why there's a lot of pushback on all these people coming here from other states. Not to me. I'm, I'm welcoming with my open arms. I think it's great. I've got opinions, but I think it's great. Uh, yeah, and, and I'm going to air out the brown python a little bit he was a little concerned about uh visiting la on a recent trip so we'll hear i'm sure we'll hear brown python's opinions on this if you listen to the next episode of skip the noise which will come out later this week so let's talk a little fbi and let's talk a little hunter biden little hunter biden laptops and what might be on them things man the fbi agent acute i'm just gonna read this in a i'm gonna read this one in a little accent okay FBI agent accused of political bias suppressing Hunter Biden laptop leaves the bureau. Boom, Eric, I appreciate all these likes, buddy. You got to tell all your podcast buddies about old Skip to Noah's podcast down here in the great state of Texas. Well, an FBI agent who is accused of bias and handling the investigation into Hunter Biden's laptop has resigned. FBI Assistant Special Agent in Charge Timothy Tebow is no longer with the Bureau. Fox News has learned. Tebow retired over the weekend. According to the source familiar with the matter, he has walked out of the building on Friday, which is standard procedure per the source. I do have Twitter. Uh, thank you for following me on Instagram, Eric. I'll follow you back once I get jumped on that old page. It's uh, Skip the Noise P O one is our Twitter handle. Twitter's, I'm not real active on Twitter. I need to be. Like I said, Eric, I just got so many damn things going on. Um, Brown Python and Mexican Nostradamus, it would be nice, gentlemen, to give a little social media support. I like to take little jabs at them when I can. Uh, so moving on. Uh, okay. Tebow's name has been in the news for his alleged bias and allegations he tried to run interference in the Hunter Biden investigation. So the, the story here is that the actual FBI is now kind of caving to political pressures and then, you know, interfering in investigations and 
you know, this is obviously a corruption concern. Tebow was named Senate Judiciary Ranking Member Chuck Grassley in a July 18 letter to FBI Director Chris Wray and Attorney General Merrick Garland. Grassley cited whistleblowers who alleged a pattern of political bias from a high-ranking officials, according to Tebow. According to Grassley, the whistleblowers said that the Department of Justice, or the DOJ, and the FBI employees must follow strict substantial factual prediction guidelines to open an investigation that Tebow did not follow these guidelines. Why didn't you follow the fucking guidelines, Tebow? As you are aware, Assistant Special Agent in Charge Tim Tebow is not the only politically biased FBI agent at the Washington field office. No shit. FBI's having a lot of fucking problems lately. Kind of framing entrapment scenarios and the like. But yeah, follow us on Twitter too, Eric. I'll follow you back, brother. I'll follow all your homeboys, if I haven't already, with all these podcasts you mentioned. Share it around, man. Maybe I'll jump back in the old Podbean community. Get a little active. Get on some of these other shows, man. Call in myself. Spit a little knowledge to all these people in the United States of America and Nigeria and Canada and Italy and France. Which all of a sudden I got, you know, we're vast majority of our listenership is Texas, New York, California, little Florida, and a couple states scattered here and there. But we recently just had an uptick in international listenership, which is kind of interesting. I'm not sure what gives, what we, what I did to make that happen, because it guaranteed it wasn't the social media, because I haven't been real active on that, all them old things. Uh, yeah, hey, so we discussed the same article, a good deal. Uh, what are your thoughts, man? What'd y'all talk about? As I read the next paragraph, start type, type, typing away. Put a little something, something. Put a little Eric 2003, 2003 input on this here. So, T-Bot was one of 13 assistant special agents in charge at the Washington field office. He was not involved in the FBA raid on former President Trump's Mar-a-Lago uh, estate earlier this month at any level. I'm sure anybody listening has heard about that deal where they, they raided Trump's uh, Florida residence looking for all kinds of documentation on all kinds of shit. The FBI told Fox News it does not comment on personal matters. It does a lot of other things. Grassley's office did not respond to Fox News request for comment below or before publication. Um... FBI also being politicized as an entity. Yeah, that's kind of the problem. And that's, yeah, yeah. Why isn't Hillary, or I'm sorry, this is from Eric on the chat. Why isn't Hunter Biden and Hillary Clinton being investigated is what I'd like to know. No, it's correct. Um, yeah, it's been, it's, it's come lately that uh, there's obviously some bias here and there's obviously some influence and a lot of things being held based on the election cycle yeah, without going on a complete tirade like I want to do, or just a kind of pessimistic adventure into the plight of our American culture, I'm going to resist. And, uh, yeah, so 
Yeah, with the Clintons, Hunter Biden. No bueno, man. Let's get, I got another article in this realm, and then I'll kind of move on to the next old thing. This article, wait, is this one of these like, okay, no, 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 no I'm sorry. Uh, this is from TND, oh, the National Desk. Brown Python added this to the, the text thread, the infamous text thread that is kind of the lifeblood of the Skip the Noise podcast. Um, let me get to the chat here. So Eric says, I too don't believe 2020 was on the up and up either, considering there being too many unanswered questions, allegation of voter fraud and irregularities and suppression and ballot harvesting. Okay, so let's let's open that up a little bit. Yeah, 2020, if anybody who's listened to a lot of Skip the Noise podcast knows that uh, the three of us are very, very open to discussion of, of what really went on there, uh, the confusion. No, it led to an overall mistrust of almost all government agencies. Not that there wasn't already, but this put more this spray lighter fluid on an already burning fire. Uh, people come, or this is back to the chat, uh, people coming forward with what happens appears to be credible allegations. Allegations. Pardon my misspeaking. Um, let's get to this uh, article from the National Desk. Paradigm Shift has entered the live studio. Thank you for joining us, Paradigm Shift. How the hell are you? Feel free to chat. We'll try to catch you up to speed as quickly as we can. Uh, right now I'm reading an article from the National Desk. FBI whistleblower. Agents told not to look at Hunter Biden laptop until after election. Ooh, see, it's just what we're talking about, Eric. Political motivations in the FBI. Okay, Washington. There is a new round of questions from GOP lawmakers after whistleblowers from inside the Federal Bureau of Investigation now say the agency waited nearly a year before examining the contents of laptop purportedly belonging to then-candidate Joe Biden's son, Hunter. That whistleblower allegedly came to the office of Senator Ron Johnson, Republican from Wisconsin, laying out the accusations. In an interview Monday, Johnson told Sinclair that it shows the FBI has become weaponized. That's what Eric was just saying. Uh, let's get back to Eric. Of illegal and improper activity. Oh, hold on. Let me finish the sentence. Yeah, people coming forward with credible allegations of illegal and improper activities that were alleged to have taken place. Laptop story being suppressed. Yeah, man. Obviously, right? Uh, these new allegations provide even more evidence of FBI corruption and renew calls for you to take immediate steps to investigate the FBI's actions regarding the laptop. Johnson argued in a letter sent to Justice Department's Inspector General Michael Horowitz. Think of the thing out of Horowitz. Hurricane got clout. Oh, the DJs, they put your head out. Puffing on the string. Paid to sing a rhyme. A two to fit in a lava lamp. Oh, yeah. I'm old. He's asking Horowitz to look into accusations that uh, the people that get that will be really hyped right now, but I feel like maybe one person in the audience. He is asking Horowitz to look into accusations that FBI leadership told employees, you will not look at that Hunter Biden laptop. You will not look at that Hunter Biden laptop, son of a bitch. Adding, the FBI is not going to change the outcome of the election again. 
God damn it. On his social media platform, Truth Social. Fuck my life. Former President Donald Trump called it fraud and election interference, even suggesting that information makes the 2020 election compromised, calling for a new one. All right, let's not get crazy. Some of the concerns were raised after Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg told Joe Rogan on his podcast last week that he was approached by the FBI in 2020. Oh, check this out. So, yeah, okay, so... Eric brings up people alleged to have engaged in Ukraine corruption and minor laundry. Yeah, there's a lot of shit involved. Let me read Zuckerberg's little statement, then I'll kind of circle back on that. The FBI, I think, basically came to us. This is Zuckerberg talking now. Lizard man. Lizard boy. The FBI, I think, basically, <laughs> I was about to give him a fucking accent. Fucking, we're dishing them out. You come to Texas, man, where you go home, bubble back to fucking California and sleep in hotel rooms, a bunch of homeless people, man, and start talking like us. Carry a fucking gun, too. That's what's going to happen if you try to go back to your home state with all these silly little billboards trying to put us down, man. Okay. <laughs> the FBI, I think, basically came to us. Some folks on our team, the Facebook team, and was like, hey, just so you know, like, uh, we thought that there was a lot of Russian propaganda in the 2016 election. We have it on notice that basically there's about to be some kind of dump of that similar to that. Just So just be vigilant. Okay, that's what Zuckerberg says. Um, <laughs> Zuckerberg said... Those warnings led to the social media site significantly limiting the sharing on articles on Hunter Biden's laptop for about a week, dude. I'm saying that's how this whole fucking shit works. That's why independent podcasts are so crucial for your fucking brain. Listen to that other bullshit. You don't know what you're getting, dude. You don't know if you're getting, uh, it's like smoking cigarettes. You don't know what kind of carcinogens they're throwing up in there. You don't know what kind of carcinogens I'm throwing out there either, but at least it's coming from a pure source, right? Like American spirits. <laughs> Weren't those supposed to remember all your friends? Your friends that kind of had like a little new age, uh, not new age, but, <laughs> you know, they were more earthy, right? And they would smoke the American spirits because it didn't have any chemicals, bro. Don't be putting all those fucking rat poison in my fucking cigarettes that I won't smoke. Better for you, man. It's healthy. Uh, Eric's still going here. Let me just catch up. Uh, let's see here. Eric says, if you had GOP voters in battleground states to stay home and not participate in the last election, I believe it was very foolish of them to not exercise their civic duty to vote. Okay. Uh, we're taught if you don't vote, you can't complain. My grandma always told me that. I voted in every presidential election I've been eligible for. I can't say that I voted in like every single, you know, midterm and all kinds of bullshit. But I, I definitely, I at least vote every four years. But I, I don't only vote every four years. I'm just saying that I've never missed a presidential election and I regularly vote off cycle and 
you know, municipal county shit I vote on. Like you said, Eric, if you don't vote, you can't complain. But it's even bigger than that. It's a, it, to me, it's a civic duty. If, if you don't, if you don't exercise that right, if you're not talking about these, sh- these things, I mean, there's a reason, right, where most HR departments ban political conversations from the workplace. You know what I mean? We need to talk about this shit. We need to stop getting so fucking butthurt about it so we can actually have a conversation and actually rationalize through problems and maybe, I don't know, maybe solve them or at least attempt to solve them. What a fucking concept. We can't afford it. Uh, what do you say? I do, I, I do good to vote in presidential and midterm cycles. Yeah, good for you, Eric. I appreciate, I appreciate your patriotism and commitment to democracy wayne fitzgerald has entered the live studio welcome eric (laughs) welcome eric welcome wayne sorry i get a little loose uh last paragraph here on this article in the statement to sinclair the fbi said the fbi routinely notifies the u.s private sector entities including social media providers of potential threat information so they can decide how to better defend against threats the fbi has provided companies with foreign threat Indicators to help them protect their platforms and customers from abuse by foreign malign influence actors. The FBI will continue to work closely with federal, state, local, and private sector partners to keep the public informed of potential threats. But the FBI cannot ask or direct companies to take action on information received. But I'm sure they do, like Facebook. Biggest concern, worry being voter apathy and complacency. Yes, that's correct. So why do you think it's such a fucking major emphasis on controlling the way these fucking people think? More so than ever, they have control over your fucking mind. There's a lot of ways to do it, and they have a lot of information to do it with. They have way more information on every single person and every single brain that exists what your thought patterns are, what your reactions are to certain stimuli. They've got all that. They've got all that filed away in neat little compartments, and they can use that and run that data and make all kinds of decisions based on that on how to best change your mind for whatever purpose they so see fit. And they'll do it, and they'll continue to do it. And another thing... You know, we talked on a recent Skip the Noise podcast, I believe it was just myself and Mexican Nostradamus, about the college uh, loan forgiveness, right? And that kind of brought up a further conversation on how crazy it is that the price of, while wages have not, in other words, the percentage of the increased cost for a college education has vastly outpaced the wage increases right the emphasis also on going to college and have that being sort of a cultural must do to achieve any sort of success in this country is kind of a problem especially when you pay it's just making people debt slaves you know indentured servants if you take it even a step further you know what i mean uh, so let me let me get to Eric's uh, and Eric. You know what? I really appreciate you 
jumping in. This was the idea. I've done a few of these live shows where I didn't get a lot of participation. I mean, obviously, I don't have any kind of problem running my mouth solo, but it is nice to have another brain activity involved in the conversation. So reason for podcasts growing in pop. This is from Eric. Reason for podcasts growing in popularity is people are tuning out corporate media that has been given a license to lie and deceive the masses for so long. For sure, bro. Like, cable fucking news is atrocious. I don't even know how bad it is until I get little snippets from other sort of media that I consume along the way. Because I'll be honest with you, Eric, I cut, we cut the cable. Fuck, it's been years now. The only thing holding me on for even it, what I would have even done it sooner than I did. Uh, live sports kind of kept me a little bit attached to it, uh, but I'll be honest, I find I grew up a sports fan. I played all the fucking sport, all the basic sports. I fucking played. I was a fan. I used to go to games. Loved it all: football, baseball, basketball, fuck, even soccer. But. At this point, I don't give a fuck. I don't even know. Like, I went and got my hair cut, and they had some clips. They had some fucking sports center and shit on. I don't know who the fucking... I, I know, like, a handful of fucking names of players from, like, each specific sport. That's it, man. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't even know what teams are good. I don't know. I couldn't tell you right now who fucking played in the NBA Finals. I, I honestly couldn't. If you gave me a hint, maybe I could get it. Because I'm probably, I'm sure it, I came across it somewhere. That's unheard of. Because I, if when I grew up, I could tell you the starting five on both fucking team or every fucking playoff team. I could tell you the starting fucking five. Not anymore. Those days are gone. Let me catch up to uh, Eric's interaction here. Uh, they don't want society capable of critical thinking. That's official. I think we've established that. Uh, just look at the public education system. They want obedient workers. Yes, that's true. You know, it's sad, though. They want obedient workers, but they want obedient workers that are in fucking debt. That's what I'm coming, the more specific angle that I'm starting to, it's really hitting home to me, is the fucking war, the individual war you have to wage on the financial system and how geared towards making you a fucking slave. So I encourage as any citizen of our fucking country, take it upon yourself to invest some time in how the financial system works, what you can do, you know, whether it be your investments, your banking, uh, your assets, protecting your assets, the refinancing thing, like really look at the bottom line and look at your household as a fucking business and really scrutinize those numbers. Because if you do not, if you just kind of play along like, yeah, I think it'll be okay. They got my best interest in mind, right? Wrong. They want you to fucking be broke and they want you to owe a shitload of money. That's what keeps everything, everybody getting paid. So we're going... So let me catch up to Eric's comments here. He's, ESPN is trash, if you ask me. It probably is. I'll be honest, I haven't watched fucking ESPN in I can't remember when. Um, but uh, yeah, I haven't. What little clips I catch here and there just out in public, I'm not impressed. I used to fucking watch Sports Center. It used to be my life, dude. When I was like growing up, middle school, high school, 
I never missed a day of Sports Center. Like, oh fuck, I got to get home. Like, it's going to be on. I used to listen to Jim Rome, The Jungle. Not only did I know all the fucking players in every fucking league on every team, I knew like the backstories and all the shit. I knew who gave good interviews. I knew the fucking, that was my life. CNN went to shit courtesy of Jeff Zucker. This is the same Jeff Zucker who turned NBC to shit when he was in charge at NBC. Even the legendary Brandon Tartikoff wouldn't recognize NBC. Yeah, NBC, they all suck, dude. Fox News isn't really, no, it's not even close to the greatest, bro. Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity, Jesse Walters. I mean, occasionally, like, they'll have some, they'll put out some good shit. But fucking Fox News is crazy, dude. All or CNN on the on the flip side too. But they're dying, bro. They're fucking dying. It's a dinosaur. So what do you think the future looks like, Eric, for people consuming their news? I I got to be honest. As a father of four fucking kids, this is a real thing. I'm very deliberate on obviously because you know I have enough interest in the subject matter to do a weekly fucking show in two years we've only missed two weeks and both times i fucking made it up to you guys by putting a bonus show out the following week or at least the following week so we're online as far as episode numbers with however many weeks we've been in existence and that's what this is this is to fill in that gap to make up make it up to you guys uh streaming apps and podcasts even to be where it's at yeah it's true uh, what I've noticed too, though, boy, I, and this is this is where I kind of want to get your opinion. So TikTok, okay, TikTok is seems to be by far the most influential individual piece of of media. You know, call it an app, call it whatever you want. It seems to be the most influential. It's a little scary because how rapid. And how acceleratory its nature is. You can get down a rabbit hole real quick. It's fun. I'm not knocking it. It's fucking entertaining. I'll kill a few minutes with some TikTok. But I'll be got to warn you, a few minutes of TikTok can turn into a few fucking hours of TikTok real quick. It's that good at poking into what your likes and dislikes. It's basically mastered the art of holding your attention. And that's kind of dangerous. Oh, not to mention it's it's a Chinese company. So there's that too. You know? <laughs> Libs of TikTok on Twitter. Hold on. Um, Eric's, Eric's getting after right here. So we may not have download audience members of Megyn Kelly, Joe Rogan, Ben Shapiro. Libs of TikTok on Twitter. The liberal snowflakes and Karens can't stand libs of tiktok i'm not familiar honestly with libs of tiktok and they're on twitter too so they're cross-platforming as it were fill me in libs of tiktok uh i can look it up here in a minute but i'm just kind of curious what's what's their whole deal are they over the top are they like crying about animal rights i mean what, what's the oops It exposes libs. Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. I, I have seen that. I have seen that. And it's very entertaining. 
Um, and there's definitely something very, and, and now, okay. So just to give a little, um, background of our show, assuming that you've never heard it before, skip the noise. We, you know, obviously we call, comment on, you know, news, politics, social issues. Mexican Nostradamus categorizes, self-categorizes as a liberal. Although if you listen to the show a lot, it sometimes things kind of go back and forth. We're all human beings too. But for general purposes, Mexican Nostradamus is the liberal. Rick, a.k.a. the Brown Python, is the conservative. I myself have kind of float between the ether of all things. You really never know where I'm coming from. But libs of TikTok is hilarious. I have seen it where they see somebody in public who's freaking out over some fucking bullshit. I wish I had a good example for you. Speaking of some bullshit, Eric, let me, and I'm actually going to play some audio from this masterpiece of fucking, let's check this out. So skip the noise. We like, we really like to get after it on, let me see what I got here. If I can get some audio, video, odds. It's gone. No, hold on. Oh, maybe not. Okay, so I'm going to play the clip. So what you're watching is a female customer. So I guess a Spirit Airlines employee? Male. Big male. So the female pushkin. Oh, it's on now. He tackled her. He chased her down and tackled her. Now, oh, he just threw a punch. He hit her from behind. She was running away and he hit her. Relax, relax. Yeah, now some some male some male entities are trying to calm this dude down. Fuck, he's fighting the Man or female? Yeah, that was some bullshit. So that was the Spirit Airlines debacle. Uh, Eric, have you ever flown on Spirit Airlines? I'll let you answer that while I read your last comment. On a serious note, <laughs> sorry, after I just went into that shit. On a serious note, former Soviet President Mikhail Gorbachev passed it. Though. Oh, hey, shit. Sorry to hear that. Rest in peace, Mikhail Gorbachev. 91 years old. Uh, if people remember Ronald Reagan saying, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Yeah. So, yeah, Gorbachev, rest in peace. He kind of was, he was the guy, the, the transition, the leader from the Soviet Union that transitioned out of the Cold War and look where we are now. So he's probably, his death is kind of looked at probably as fondly, you know, he was, I guess, relatively friendly to the U.S. and ultimately led to, but, you know, Russia's had its issues and it's kind of a whole new scenario now. We're back to where we started, if not worse. Russia still has Putin. Yes, it does. Putin is still alive and kicking, although his health is always brought up as quite uh, a question mark, right? There's speculation on his cancer status, things of that nature. So that's kind of interesting. But uh, so 
Eric says that no, he has never flown on Spirit, nor have I. Only on Delta. Only on Delta? Like you only in your whole life has only flown on Delta? I'll be honest, it's been years since I've even boarded an aeroplane. It has been a long time. Uh, most of my travels in recent years have been in the car. Louisiana a lot. Florida a couple times. Mississippi a few times. I don't make it much out of the South, at least for a very long time. Delta, yes, not really a frequent flyer, and don't do very much out-of-state travel either. Yeah, it's not a good thing. Um, it's really since I had kids, it's kind of slowed down quite a bit. Responsibilities got a little bit heavier, a little less freedom of doing whatever you want at, at any time. So yeah, I haven't traveled as much as I did when I was a little bit younger. Been to some places, been to some, been to some countries. Not a whole lot, not a world-traveled veteran, but I have been to China. I've talked about that on the show. Scroll back through the episodes. You can hear some of my entertaining stories on being a teenager in China. You can hear my some daredevil stunts I performed while in China. Also some of my exhibiting my basketball prowess, bringing basketball to China back in the 90s. I credit myself with that individually. Let's see. Let's go back. Let's scroll back through. Uh, I know. I apologize if this is kind of cumbersome. I just want to keep the ball rolling so that the chats move along a little bit slower than I, I can talk. Obviously, if you listen to Skip the Noise podcast, you know that. But I definitely want to get everything Eric is putting out here documented on the show. Uh, Eric has never lived outside of the United States. Granted, I don't have that kind of money to travel the world. Yes, it does take a lot of money to do that. And I live on a very fixed income, of course. I would be described as kind of a homebody. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. But yes, leaving the United States, you know, I've got some friends from other countries. <laughs> sure do. One friend in particular from Europe, France in particular. We were having a conversation one day and she was amazed at how little the average person in the U.S. has traveled outside of the country, whereas in Europe, it's very, very, very common. There's a lot behind that, too, obviously. Geography, you know, the United States is quite a bit bigger. But there's a lot of different... It's also, too, the the financial state, it, it's it's not as reachable, I don't think, for your average person. It's difficult. You don't have to go bro other countries too. You don't have to worry about generations of your family going into debt just because your uh, uncle got cancer. You know what I mean? That's a real thing here too. So back to the <laughs> when we were talking about the financial woes. But we're sitting at about 55 minutes right here. Eric, I thank you for participating in this live edition of Skip the Noise podcast, the Benji Solo Mission number, I don't know, three or four. 
uh, here on Podbean, you'll meet, this is once again from Eric. Here on Podbean, you'll meet people outside of the United States like Hobo Chillin, Mr. Coley in India, Lingalanga in Australia. That sounds cool. I don't know what that is. But I'll find out. I sure will. Tuttles and Glenn in Canada, Marcos in Brazil, Cracks in Sweden, Dr. Love in Jamaica, and a few other international friends. Yeah, Podbean is very international. I have noticed that a lot when I was doing more live shows and getting a lot more call-ins and participation. Oh, Eric wants to call in. Let's take this. Let's take it. Wait. What happened? Here we go, huh? There can you hear is. me? I can hear you just fine, sir. Welcome. Well, I mean, you've had a great show this evening, um, but, but it's already almost 12.30 in the morning for me. I know. It's it's late for me, too. It's 11.30, and I have to get up, get kids ready for the bus and work, and then do a bunch of other shit, too. So, yeah, I am kind of wrapping it up, but I, I appreciate you calling in. What's on your mind? What you got for me on the uh, on the vocals? Well, I know you've had a really good show this evening. Um, I guess I've, for the most part, been the only listener interacting with you. Yeah, which is fine. One's better than zero, although I can do zero, too. Because <laughs> it's, a, it, you know, at the end of the day, honestly, this is going to uh, serve as a episode podcast. So regardless, I was going to put it out. But yeah, I, your participation has been very welcome. And it was, it was great to learn a little bit about you. All the, I will say I'm very excited about all these, uh, the names you dropped and all these different shows that not only myself, but Skip the Noise listeners can, can check out on their own. And it sounds like, too, you're kind of uh-huh. into, into similar things, you know, what's going on in the world. And you've got a little, uh, you know, you're not necessarily Are satisfied you- with the, <laughs> what, what we're being fed. You know, I like people thinking for themselves. Well, you know, I, I think being an independent great, an independent thinker is a great thing. Of, you know, like, I mean, I've not been much of a TV watcher for a little over two years now, which, I mean, I would probably say I, I would probably be feeling much better because I know if you turn on TV nowadays, a lot of the shows you get inundated with are just unwatchable. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's garbage, mostly. But, you know, you got to be careful, Mm -hmm. too, with – so there's – a with TV, it's interesting, right? There's a lot of garbage on TV, and it's a lot of – the whole nature of how people consume media has changed on its head just in the last – oh, fuck. I mean, whatever kind of spectrum you look at it, let's just say in the last 10 years. But shit, you could even make an argument for the last five or or two years. Or 20 for that matter. 20, oh, 20, it's a whole different thing. Completely different thing. So yeah, it just depends on kind of what scope you want to look at it through. But but my kind of my point was that, yeah, well, you know, so for example, right? Flashback to me as a 15-year-old flipping through the remote, I'm just subjected to whatever the fuck is on there and I can just like turn it off. Whereas now we've got these little pocket devices that we're checking every five minutes and getting little updates. It's more, you know, it's a little more sinister and it takes a little more 
uh, understanding mm-hmm. of how your brain is is taking these things in to be able to effectively manage it. And I think it sped up so fast that culture didn't get a chance to catch up, right? And I think we're reaping or we're the right. consequences of that are are upon us big time, you know, I, that if you could sum up the last 20 years, yeah. <laughs> I think it would be that. Well, I, I know when I was growing up, you I remember a time when, um, um, I, I would be in agreement, but I remember a time like, you know, when, when, you know, possessing like cell phone devices, like I'm talking to you on, you know, didn't even exist and yeah and and even a time when we didn't have the world wide web um mm-hmm. you know you know cause, you know i like like growing up there there were like 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 certain shows that i really thoroughly enjoyed watching and and thought they were really very well put together but you and it's like you don't see shows like al for the brady bunch or um you know highway to heaven or Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman Touched by an Angel or, or you know, Leave it to Beaver on TV anymore or, or, or newer shows, you know, attempting to, to emulate them. Yeah, dude, solid, but, <laughs> solid list, was, by the way. Well, because there was a time, you know, like, like the, like in, in, in the, in television and film, like, you know, you know, sponsors and media executives were like like we are not in the business of selling the lgbtq <laughs> culture we're not in the business of selling divorce mm-hmm. or or infidelity mm-hmm. yeah we're not in the business of selling like, <laughs> racial diversity living in peace and harmony but nowadays it's like we're, we're not in the business of selling political incorrectness we're not in the business of selling wholesome christian family values it, it's almost like you know, what they were for back then is that they've labeled it as ta- taboo now. And what was taboo back then, um, you know, you, you it's like you're being forced to embrace it or else. Yeah, no, it's true. And I would, I, I would, I would say also, or I would add to that. Yeah, what you're saying is true. And also too, though, and, and I think that's part of the response or, or the response to that is what led to, you know, this very extreme or the growth of, of an extreme element within the, the mm-hmm. conservatives, right? Usually it's the, well, well you have like a vocal yeah. minority that usually yeah. you know, speaks and hollers the loudest, rendering the peaceful For majority sure. irrelevant. You know, and I think that goes, but I think that's similar to the media's stranglehold on being the political correct police because i i think that it Mm -hmm. happens to be that they do sort of they are sort of a um or at least the ones making the moves and calling the shots Um, are are of a very specific viewpoint right Mm -hmm. and and it just so happens that that group of people controls (laughs) the the output of of entertainment to the whole fucking country well, and they, they were even like le- legendary names, like like if you remember, like growing up watching soap operas, or remember your mom or your grandmothers or great grandmothers ever watching those like shows, like As the World Turns, Guiding Light, Days of Our Lives, Search for Tomorrow, The Young and the Restless, One Life to Live mm-hmm. with All My Children. You had legendary people like Erna Phillips and Bill Bell and 
Douglas Marland and Agnes Nixon, who were really pioneers and the, the, and they and I know they would focus their stories on like the human psyche and and also incorporating socially relevant and substantive issues like in their storylines and and in writing them they didn't just write them on a whim they brought in outside entities you know for research purposes in order for it to be a very thought, thoughtful story and um and and the resistance they ran into is like sponsors and media entities and we and we see it today they want to control things down to the microcosm and they're just terribly regressive and you know and and that it's like they want to control the content what we can and can't see and hear yeah they they are and to a degree though they they and, and we been. need more people like us who aren't afraid to push back yeah and that's the only difference is now that um with all that being said how oppressive the information controllers can be, it is even more important for people to get on, you know, to purchase. It's not the getting into a podcast doesn't cost a whole lot of money if you do it smart. And there's some people that get their whole setups and blah, blah, blah. Skip the noise was never really interested in that. That's why we don't have any video component. I know everybody wants to see, Everybody wants to take a, a good look. Well, good, um, good look good look at Benji, but we're an audio only situation because of that. If well, we wanted to keep um, it going, I don't want a lot of barriers in between ourselves and the audience, albeit uh-huh. financial. Welcome, Margaret joined the live studio as well. Thank you for joining the show, Margaret. Please feel well, free to chat um, or even call in if you so choose. Go ahead, Eric. I'm sorry. I well, keep cutting and, you and off. I would, it's all right. Um, um, I think probably like with like video podcasts, I, I would imagine that might be something that you could explore maybe at a later date or, or if, or if you really have like growing demand for it or financial resources um, at your disposal, like to where you can multicast on entities like Facebook, YouTube, mm-hmm. Twitch, Indeed Live and, and Rumble. Um, but, 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 but with YouTube and Facebook being bad about wanting to censor certain content, yeah, your best bet would probably be like Rumble or Twitch and Deep Live. Yeah, and you know I because, don't know because you're how, bound how to, much, and you're bound to grow your audience that way too. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. I, um, for me though, it's it's more of a the the conversation is is the simplicity and effectiveness, and I'm somebody true. who's all about getting to the point of the matter in the most efficient way possible. So for us to get out the content. Basically, what I'm trying to do is the brains, I, you know, I'm a fairly intelligent person. I am not, however, well, as smart um, as the two, my two co hold on, my two co-hosts now, borderline geniuses, Mexican Nostradamus and Brown Python. They'll be humble and be like, no, 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 no. bullshit. Those are some, some heavy hitters when it comes to the, uh-huh. the intellect. So that being said, the quickest well, way to get well, that well, information to the public I don't have, in other words, uh, you know, I do a little whatever. If you want to peek inside and, and get a little behind the curtains, I'll, I'll do a little social media here and there. But as far as the show, I like it being a nice, tight, mm-hmm. to the point type of an experience. Right. You know, you know what I mean? Well, well, and I think with you being like the lead host of the, the Skip the Noise podcast, I know that but basically you you've got to be the captain of the ship and you've got to be able to steer the course and do it right. 
Correct. Yeah, just like you would any any entity, whether it was a a show, or, or, or if you were in a leadership position. Sure. In general. Yeah. No. Exactly. Absolutely. Um, I will say this. I think it's getting a little late, and I appreciate. Well, you so I much. mean, it was. Yeah, it, no, it was ahead. really good talking to you this evening, but I'm I will gladly like pl- plug some of these shows, and I will send send you the links through Podbean to where friends can like download previously published episodes, and uh, and download the Podbean map to where that if they're able to, they could jump into like live shows at any time and interact and maybe even call in. If hell yeah, okay. hell yeah, please please, and I and I appreciate yep. you giving some other people some love on the show as well. I'm exactly. all for that, especially independent podcasters. And, and yeah. Anybody, mm-hmm. let me say your, your this real quick. Ben, to right? the, the correct. I go on the show. I go by Benji. Uh, Mexican Nostradamus yeah. is also Benji. Ben. He's, he's Benito. I'm Benjamin for the sake of this show. Uh, and it's kind of a work nickname exactly. as well. So I refer to myself on the, in the skip the noise capacity. <laughs> Let's just say as Benji. Exactly. Uh, um, <laughs> and I, I would certainly but, remind friends of the Skip the Noise podcast. If you enjoy ben, Benji and the gang and, and the content they bring to you, um, that they would like to kindly encourage you to wherever you're downloading this podcast from, whether it's here on Podbean or if you're listening to it on Spotify, Apple iTunes, Google Play, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, or or Pandora or any of those other places, hit that follow or subscribe button and keep coming back. And mm. and some great podcasts friends we're, we're checking out that um ben, benji and the gang would encourage you to to check out and support names like the ralph william podcast you can usually found warnings on podbean and hopefully he's coming back soon with some all new episodes and you can also look <laughs> look for the epic strategies network wesn you've also got the old man's podcast show weekdays at 10 a.m eastern time um mondays we'll, we feature shonda tuesdays and thursdays we feature rest from outside of normal You've also got Sarge with the Gray Area podcast, and you've also got um, the Dina Joe podcast Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 9.45 a.m. Eastern Time. And you've also got TalkNet Live with John Gale, Flicks and Friends with John Gale, and Scooter from the Beans and Winnie Show. And then if you're into some good comedy, you've got the Beans and Winnie Show every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Friday's Club Code Blue with, with Spanky like Fridays at 10 p.m. Eastern. And then you've also got the John DeVito show. And, you know, you've also got, um, you know, Maverick and Goose with Slack Ready 2 Alpha Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. Eastern time. You've also got Jester with the It's Doomsday podcast Monday evenings at 10 p.m. Eastern time. The Big Daddy Owl podcast Friday, Saturday days and Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern. Um, You've also got the Potluck Podcast, another great comedy show, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. And then you've got Chuck and Billy's Not Your Cup of Tea, hopefully coming back in the fall. And This Swap Doesn't Lie with Felix, Friday evenings at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. The Slightly Serious Show, weeknights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And that rests with the outside normal week, seven nights a week around 10 p.m. Eastern Time. So some great shows. And for for people with an, an opposing point of view, you've got Solid Blue Sister with her my turn to talk and then music podcasts like linga longa and asha with man cave sound the low standards and pores with el carpe and the gang um and you know so, so many more friends worth naming off that 
but due to time constraints, you know, we, we, we can't name everybody, but these people know who they are, and we can honestly say you guys are the best. And Pink Squirrel. Thanks for joining, Pink Squirrel. Pink Squirrel, okay. she, she's another one. Eric, that Marvel was very well. communication that, session, let's not forget about her. That's right, Eric. I got to say, that was very well done. You rattled off quite a few shows. All I will ask is now you are officially part of the Skip the Noise family because you've been on an episode. So I will ask, next time you get on a podcast or you, you join in, you call in live. I do plan on too. letting people know. Benji, about Benji and the boy. And Benji and the STM boy. I appreciate it, man. We would much, yep. much appreciate that. I will be sure to acknowledge you on the old man's podcast show, show plugs. And I'm sure the old man would be honored to, to check out y'all's show and what y'all have to offer. And then additional yeah. links from, like the Amber from, show, like from on the Rumble great state of Texas, places. man. Every, everybody in the damn country wants to move to Texas. So we provide, we're the brain, we're the, the, the squawk box, man. We're the, we're the cultural entry point for people to come down here. Cause everybody's doing it. Pink squirrel. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Podbean. Yeah, you know, truth of the matter, Pink Squirrel. Um, we've actually I've been on Podbean for quite a while. Haven't done the live. Uh, it's so much fun. I, I'm going to do more of it recently. When we first got on, I kind of did a little bit more of it. Had a bunch of live shows. We do put out a weekly podcast. I've been doing so for a couple years. But uh, yeah, I, I like I said, I got to uh, cut it up a little bit with Eric. It is an addiction. So yeah, a lot of the names that yeah, I was associated with before have kind of drifted off, and there's some new blood in the mix, but it's been fun. Pink Squirrel, real quick, mm-hmm. uh, you got anything to shout out? And I'm assuming you two know each other, yeah. Eric? Um, yeah. I, I know who she is. She lives in Pennsylvania. I mean, and Pink Squirrel, she's good okay, people. Well, she's good people? She's Pennsylvania good Pennsylvania people. I don't know much about Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Pink squirrel. What's going on in Pen- What part of Pennsylvania? Have you ever been to Texas, pink squirrel? I'm going to ask you. I'm going to rattle off a bunch of questions and let you catch up why this, uh, you're easy going. It's a good thing to be, but not too easy going. Don't let them walk over you, pink squirrel. I'm sure you've got a beautiful soul and a very big heart. Just don't let them take advantage, right, Eric? You know what I mean? True. Let that love shine. But, but don't be, uh, you know, minutes the top of the hour. <laughs> yeah, you. 15 minutes till the top of the hour. That is correct. Probably about to. And, and you've already run for a little over an hour now. I have, man. He's looking. Look at Eric. Eric, come on every now and again, man, when I'm doing the live. Yeah, hey, so Pink Squirrel, we did. We were kind of wrapping up, uh, to be honest with you. We talked about. Uh, we did a little. So California put a billboard up saying, don't move to Texas, you know, fuck Texas. There's a lot of people getting shot everywhere like Uvalde or something. I don't remember the exact billboard, but it was maybe a little bit poor taste. We also talked a little bit about Hunter Biden and the politis, politis, it's late. <laughs> the, the influence of the FBI in politics, right? I.e. holding off on the Hunter Biden laptop, laptop investigation, things like that. We talked a little Spirit Airlines what else did we talk about, Eric? Help her out, Pink Squirrel. Well, hey. we acknowledge the the passing of former Soviet President Mikhail well, Gorbachev. We sure did. We sure did. Rest in peace to him. And I know you and I had a conversation about um, how like podcasts have been like growing in popularity and how 
that's know, correct. Corporate media entities are like losing losing their influence and and desperate Absolutely. to try to keep it together. Yeah, and they've just changed. You know, they ha- they are losing their influence, but it's shifted over to different players, right? There's the Facebooks, the better TikTok, late than never, Pink Google's. Yeah, hey, Pink Squirrel, I am sorry you came in late too, because like I said, I am just kind of. I'll go a few more minutes since you got in here. Uh, but hey, Pink Squirrel, follow Skip the Noise podcast on Podbean. I'll follow you back. Also follow us on Instagram if you're in those realms. It's at Skip underscore the underscore noise underscore podcast. Thank you for liking the show. Also Twitter at Skip the Noise P O one. We're also on TikTok. Got to be honest with you, I don't know exactly what the handle is, but if you search Skip the Noise Podcast on Twitter, I'm pretty sure it'll come up. Follow me there. I've been a little vacant on the social media. Eric, I got to tell you, I do a lot of shit. I got a lot of kids. I work a lot of hours just for my my regular job. I also do a lot of things on the side. I'm also a podcast host, you know what I'm saying? I've been doing a podcast weekly for two years. It's not always, the family's not always happy about it, but I make sacrifices to get the information out to the populace. Because I love right. the American. Um, I I'm going to drop American. my social media handles. <laughs> Please skip the noise. Nice. Pink Squirrel, I love it. I like your energy, Pink Squirrel, even though you're not talking verbally. I like the chat. I think we'll keep you around, Pink Squirrel. Uh, exchange follows. Try to find us on social media. We'll probably jump on. I'll do more of these live things. Boom, boom, boom. So, Eric, since you were such a willing participant i will go ahead and rattle off all your socials on here so your twitter at ek underscore atl 8403 boom instagram at eric e-r-i-c-k-i-r-k 60 you can find my man eric on tiktok at eric with a ck irk 25 He's got a Discord. Eric, you're all over the place, my man. Uh, once again, Air, E-K-I-R-K, 8403, pound sign, 5260. Facebook, Eric with just... Hold on, let me spell this one. At E-R-I-C, period, K-I-R-K, period, 1800. But yeah, man. Uh, I think we'll wrap it up, brother. Thank you for participating. Thank you for calling in. Well, it was Thank great you. talking to Thank you. Thank you for chatting. And, great to um, talk to you, too. Good night and have a pleasant tomorrow. You do exactly the same. And with that, I think we'll wrap up this episode 115 of the Skip the Noise podcast. Like I said before, we will put out a regular episode. This is Think of this as a bonus. Okay, I'll label it as such. But episode 116 will be coming out later this week. Make sure you follow us on all the social medias. Make sure you go to Good Pods, great independent podcast app. Go ahead and download that on your device. It's uh, all up in your face all day. And make sure you leave us a tip, right? It doesn't take much. But if a bunch of people just leave us a little bit, it'll really help the show because the show is not free to do. I've minimized the cost effectively because that's what I do, but it's Mm -hmm. not free. And I want to keep doing it. So uh, Podcast Overlord, that's a good, uh, Eric, just drop that recommendation for anybody interested. I'm rambling on. Um, if your podcast is stuck in a Twitter fog, Podcast Overlord can help, you know, get, get your name out there if you're interested in 
seeing what their services can do for you. Absolutely. Well said, sir. And with that, we will go ahead and shut down the show. Have a great week. Later. Yeah, see you in a couple of days. Skip noise listeners. Bye.